Welcome to the Studio 4610 podcast. My name is Nicole Burns, and I am so excited that you've decided to join me for conversations about faith, marriage, and everything in between. Today on episode number seven, we're going to be talking all about how to move to a new city where you don't know anyone. Dun, dun, dun! Okay, my husband does it a lot better, and he makes it sound way more serious and way more, like, dire, but I tried, so there you go. Um, But before we dive into episode number seven, go ahead and leave me a review. By reviewing the podcast, that lets me know that you're enjoying the content, and it also helps others find the podcast in the directory. Also, did you know that you can submit podcast questions and topic ideas to me? And the way that you can do that is by going to studio4610.com forward slash podcast questions. By submitting topic ideas and questions, I am making sure that I'm putting out the content that you want to hear and answering the questions that you are asking. So you can access that there by going to studio4610.com forward slash podcast questions. Okay, so with that out of the way, we're going to dive into episode number seven, which is all about how to move to a new city where you know no one. So, not that I'm the expert or anything, because there are people out there who've moved like a bajillion more times than I have ever moved. But my husband, Zach, and I moved again for the third time in under three years. So I'm not just talking about like we moved neighborhoods, we moved across town to a new home or like apartment. I mean like we moved states. So for the last three years, we have lived in three different states and We have moved from Georgia, so I'm from Georgia, and my husband is from South Carolina, and so we moved from Georgia slash South Carolina to Rochester, Minnesota in January of 2017, and then last November, so November 2018, we moved from Rochester, Minnesota to Asheville, North Carolina, and then literally like two weeks ago, we moved to Greenville, South Carolina. So I'm actually recording this podcast episode from my brand new apartment, from my brand new city. And let me just tell you guys, like moving is exhausting. There is so much planning and prepping and organizing that goes into it. And like, I don't even have kids. So I can't even imagine like having to plan and like prep like all of their stuff, like not only in the home, but like schools and daycare and sports and like doctors and like all of these things. Like, oh my gosh, like so many kudos to you guys. I think about my parents, like how many times like I moved as a kid. Like I don't know how they did it because it just sounds exhausting even from like that standpoint and I'm already exhausted like I joke that I'm like I'm not moving again for at least 10 years um and like I'm like never leaving this city and we're just gonna stay here uh because we've just been in like this continuous season of life of like re like establishing ourselves and then like upheaval and then we establish ourselves somewhere and then it's like upheaval and I'm just so ready to be settled for a while 
And as tiresome as movie can be, I would say I've become like kind of good at it because we've been doing it so much and I did it so much as a kid. But I'm not just talking about like I'm kind of good at the prepping and the organizing and you know getting the cars registered and the licenses and the movers and the utilities and all those things set up. But I feel like I've become pretty good at like laying those new roots. Um, even if they're temporary, I don't really ever view things as being like, well, we're only here for like eight months. So like, what's the point in making friends? I always go at it from the mentality of like, you know, this is like eight months I'm going to be here. I like want to like lay down roots. I want to establish myself. I want to make those like relationships and connections. And so I feel like there's like a couple of different like actionable strategies and steps that I have done over the years that have like proven to be like really faithful and like really helpful that help me make friends and establish community a lot faster. Even, you know, though like it can take, they say like six months to a year or two years even to like really make those like close friends that you're searching for. Uh, I still try to like work every single day, every single week at like pursuing that and being like really intentional with the people like I want to connect with. So I feel like I've come up from my own experience, six different steps and actionable strategies that can help you make friends in no time. So whether you are preparing for a move, you know somebody who's about to move, be encouraged because making new friends is totally possible. It's possible to create wonderful and lasting relationships in your new location. So to give a little bit of a background on like my moving situation is that even though I've moved like three times in the past like three years, I have been kind of like bouncing around and moving for a while. Um, and not I like I really don't feel like I've moved as much as like some people have. Um, like I'm not a military family or anything like that. But due to like different job situations with my um, dad and just like being relocated or like my school districts being like redistricted and all these things, I actually went to five different elementary schools. And so from a very young age, so like what is that, age five when you're in kindergarten, from the time I was five until the time I was 11 years old, I had been in five different elementary schools. So I feel like that laid a really interesting foundation for me because I was constantly leaving my friends, leaving my classroom, leaving a familiar school, a familiar city, and then like just being like moved and like, like placed into another one and you know, like, okay, like, well, you know, go make new friends. And I think there's like two different ways we could go about it. And of course, as a kid, I did not have this much like insight into it or like wisdom. But there was two ways I could go to could have gone about it as a kid. I could have either like been like, oh, like this is scary. Like I'm just gonna kind of be over here by myself, which is fine. Like I'm a pretty extroverted person. So if you're an introvert, like maybe that's where you're most comfortable, like being by yourself. Uh, but I'm not like that. So I, like, as soon as I was placed in a new place, like, my parents were kind of like, hey, this is your new classroom. These are going to be, like, the new people you're going to hang out with. Like, you know, put yourself out there. Be encouraged. You know, like, try to make those relationships. And so from, like, a very young age, like, I, every classroom I went into, every new school I went into, I really tried to make new friends fast. 
And so I would like, you know, stand in line next to somebody maybe I was interested in. I would ask to sit at, you know, next to the person in lunch that I thought maybe I'd be friends with. Um, of course, like my parents were like good about like, you know, creating play dates and like doing things like that. It wasn't like everything was up to six year old me or anything like that. But I just made sure to put myself out there to like ask to play with the certain girls um, on the playground. Um, you know, if I was having a birthday party, my mom would like have me invite like everybody because, you know, that's like new opportunities like to make like some friends and it's like a it's a safe way to like kind of like put yourself out there as like you're going to a party like you can invite all sorts of people and then you'll kind of like know who you like click with better and then from there I went to like two different middle schools and then I did like one high school and like one college but I you know so it's not like I moved like a whole lot after that but I would say like I had a pretty good foundation for like putting myself out there and making new friends from elementary school so all that to say, I do feel like I have like a little bit of a different background and so that might play into kind of like how I approach like moving to a new city and I am a little bit more extroverted so that might also approach how like I go about making friends. So if you are more shy, you are more, more introverted, um, some of the tips I might give you might not apply to you or they might like make you like a little uncomfortable because they're outside your comfort zone. Like, take them for what you will. If you don't want to do that, don't do it. I'm just kind of giving you, like, what's worked for me over the last three years, um, especially, like, in these adult relationships. But, y'all, like, do your thing. Like, kind of go about it how you want. So, just wanted to kind of preface it with that. With all that said, I'm going to jump into those six steps and actionable strategies for, like, making new friends in no time. So, here we go. How to move to a new city where you don't know anybody. And when I say I don't know anybody, yes, I'm married. I have a husband. I would give you the exact same tips and strategies if I was not married. So like kind of like push that out of your head and being like, oh, well, you're married. Like you have a built-in buddy. Well, I do, but he's a man. Like I want girlfriends. So he also doesn't really count. I'm talking about like in making like those great friends and um, community that's like personal to me. Push him out of your head. If you're single, don't think that this is like advice for married people. If you are married, well, this is still going to be helpful for you. And like don't rely on your spouse to like be your friendship <laughs> only. Like you need other like external community. Okay. So number one is say yes to everything. Okay. Not literally everything, like please use discretion, but if you've moved to a new place and you've been invited to or you've read about, you know, something happening in your city or like an event or like a place or you have a new interest in something, like just go and do it. You might even be invited to something that you have like zero interest in whatsoever but there is the possibility that you will meet someone else there that you have a lot in common with. So for instance, we moved to Greenville. I got invited to like go to this run club thing um, one weekend or weeknight. And I was like, I don't want to go to a run club at like six o'clock or whatever. But apparently there's gonna be like a lot of people there. And I'm like, you know what? It's like a mile and a half. 
So that's not bad. I was like, there, it would be fun. I would be doing something on a Thursday night instead of like sitting at home like watching Netflix or whatever. And there could be somebody at the run club that I like click with that I have something in common with. And the thing is, like, if you go once and you don't like it, you don't have to go back. But at least you put yourself out there and you tried something. And so for people who are a little bit more reserved or introverted, when I say, like, put yourself out there, I don't mean, like, walking into a room, like, putting your arms out and being like, I'm new, I'm new, come say hi to me, come, like, hang out with me and invite me. Like, no, I'm extroverted and I would never in a million years do that. Like, I don't walk up to people I'm like oh I knew like let's hang out or whatever like it's very organic it's not like I'm just like walking around with a poster that says like I'm new like get my number kind of thing um so like don't feel like this is like something that's like super like random it's all very like organic it comes together through conversation or things you wanted to try um when we moved to Greenville there was like a craft fair going on downtown um, or like an, no, not a craft fair. It was like an Indian arts festival. So like people from like Indian cultures were all gathering in Greenville and they're all like celebrating their culture and like their history and everything like that. And I was like, well, I don't know what that's about, but like, let's go downtown because it could be fun. Like we're just doing something. We're just saying yes. Like we're just putting ourselves out there. Could we have very easily had like just stayed home the whole day? A hundred percent. You know, and did we meet anybody at this craft fair? No. Gosh, I keep saying craft fair. Cultural fair. However, we did something. We put ourselves out there. I said yes to like going downtown and experiencing this. Another example would be was I, when I was in Rochester, I went to this impromptu Halloween movie night at like this random girl's house uh, where I met a bunch of other people for the very first time. So like I got invited to this movie night. Um, my husband told me about it actually. He was like, there's this group of girls who are getting together. I told him you would be there. And I was like, I don't know one girl. Like I literally did not know one girl. Like the names, nothing. I did not know the girl who owned the home all I had was, it's a movie night, this is the time, this is the address. Super sketchy, I know, but whatever. So I drove, I showed up to this girl's house, and I was like, hey, I'm Nicole, my husband Zach, I was told to come to this movie night. And guess what, y'all? I had a blast. We watched Hocus Pocus, and we all laughed and joked and ate food, and it was so much fun, and I ended up becoming really good friends with two of those girls. So, yeah, I'm not saying just show up to, like, random strangers' houses and, like, knock on their doors. Like, this was clearly, like, very planned, and, like, my husband, like, knew of the situation. But, like, yeah, just put yourself out there. Say yes. And if I had not gone, and if I had just been, like, well, that's weird, I'm not doing that, or... Like, I'll, I'll just stay at home, Zach, with you and, like, watch a movie with you. I never would have met these girls. And these girls I met also introduced me to, like, other friends. And so, like I said, like, they were, like, a catalyst, like, to kind of, like, keep making friends to create that community um, in those relationships. And the other thing is, too, is, like, you might discover an interest, you know, by saying yes to things that you, like, never knew that you had an interest in. So my, that brings me to my second point, which is like trying new things. So when Zach and I moved to Rochester, Minnesota, 
we decided firmly that we were going to become rock climbers. We were like, we're going to move to Minnesota. We're going to become rock climbers. We're going to be so cool. Um, we had literally only rock climbed like once before in Atlanta. We rock climbed for way too long. And so we tore like all the skin off of our hands and it was like horrible. But we were like, we're going to do it again. Like we're going to become rock climbers. And also it's Minnesota. It's really cold there. So I was like, we need some sort of like indoor activity. So like we don't go crazy. But it was also really perfect because we had moved to a new city. Nobody else knew us. Nobody knew our likes, our dislikes, our preferences. So we were able to be like, move to Rochester is a perfect opportunity to do something that we always wanted to learn because like nobody else knows us there. So you feel like you have like this more freedom. You don't have any like preconceived notions about you to try something new. So like when people like met us, we were like, oh yeah, like we're rock climbers. And we would tell everyone like we were rock climbers and like whatever. We'd like been doing it for like a month you know, when we moved there. Um, but they didn't know any different. And like, I'm, you don't, we don't work rock climb as much like as we used to, but it was just really cool. Like we actually created like two amazing friends through our rock climbing gym. Um, they were amazing. We had so much fun. And so we got to try something new and guess what? Like if we didn't like it, we didn't have to keep going back. Like, that's the thing. Just try something new. Like, have you always wanted to be on, like, an intramural, like, basketball team? Go sign up. Nobody knows you there. Like, if you're, like, worried about, like, people being like, oh, like, she can't play basketball. Well, they wouldn't know. Like, they don't know you. So just, like, go try out. And guess what? If you don't make the team, you'll never see those people again. So it's like a fail safe. Like, moving to a new place is, like, fantastic because nobody knows you there. No one will remember you if you don't show back up because you only went one time. So just try new things, put yourself out there, and, like, be confident in it. So, like, Zach and I, like, we had literally rock climbed for, like, a month. But we are like, yeah, we're rock climbers. Like, we're confident in it. And guess what? Because of that, we made friends through the rock climbing gym. And we invited new friends to rock climb with us because, like, we had told them we were rock climbers. And so then we, like, created new relationships and, like, you know, created like activities to like foster those relationships like around our rock climbing. So it was really, really cool. Okay, number three, be yourself. So they say that moving to a new city is a chance to reinvent yourself, which is true to an extent because you can maybe like get that new hairstyle that you've been thinking about getting. Or you can like wear red lipstick like Taylor Swift and be like the girl who wears the red lipstick. But like the thing is like no matter how hard you try, like your true nature will always creep back in. And so like if there's something like quirky about you, like don't hide it. Like be yourself. So I have like a really loud laugh. I talk really loud. Sometimes I talk way too fast and I feel like I'm constantly like trying to like lower my voice or like diminish myself like a little bit um, because I just like feel like it, I don't know it could bother people I don't know but the thing is that like you know within like a one conversation even like I could start off in one conversation being like pretty quiet and calm and then like by the end of the conversation I'm just like laughing and like roaring and like all these things like, that just makes me unique. Um, and that's what attracts other people. Like, someone who is unapologetically themselves. So don't feel like when you move to a new city that you have to, like, release all of these things that maybe you don't like about yourself. 
because they will creep back in like anything that like baggage maybe that you have is going to come with you like it's not going to just like you move to a new city and like you know things are going to disappear like they're going to come with you but even like personality traits maybe that you don't like they're not there's nothing wrong with them but like you just don't love them about yourself like such as like my crazy loud laugh and like I talk way too loud and things like that like I wish I could be a little bit more soft-spoken but that's just not in the cards for me and so like I've learned to embrace it like that's just who I am it makes me unique people know me by my voice and my laugh they say they can hear me from like a mile away I take after my mom you know what it is what it is. That's just who I am. And I'm just going to be unapologetically myself. And I've like, you know, gone to new cities. I've been like, I'm going to start dressing a certain way. I'm going to like wear makeup every day and have my hair done and like all of these things. And it's just like, that ain't happening. But the other thing is, on the flip side, you can be yourself in different ways. And so when I was leaving Rochester, uh, that is when I decided that I was not going to be going to PA school and I was going to be a calligrapher. And so people in Rochester, know, though, they knew me as the girl who worked at the hospital as a dialysis technician. And they knew me as the girl who was doing, you know, calligraphy and posting it on Instagram and social media and all these things. But I never really felt like I owned the title because I felt like in a, in a way I was sort of like a fraud because like people knew that I was you know, working at a hospital, so, like, she's not, like, legit, or she's not, like, really, like, a calligrapher or anything like that. It was all in my head because, like, I really don't think anybody thought that, but it was just, like, a, a roadblock in my own mind, but when I moved to Asheville, it was so cool because, like, nobody knew me there, so I was able to be, like, yeah, I'm a calligrapher. I own my own business, and I could, like, own it with confidence because, like, nobody knew any better, and, if, you know, I'm not shy of my story. And so if people ask, I'd be like, yeah, like I haven't been doing this forever. Um, it's been like a little over a year and I'm still figuring it out because I want to be like transparent, not think I'm like just like know what I'm doing all the time or anything like that. Not at all. But I do feel that I can like be more confident um, and I could sort of reestablish myself and like kind of like grow in that confidence of like who I was. So yeah, just be yourself and like just be confident. So if there's something that like you've been wanting to like really um, establish about yourself, like moving to a new city is like a great time to do that. Okay, number four is don't be a hermit. So this is like the worst thing you can do if you're moving to a new city and that's to stay at home all the time and never go out. So this is where like my little disclaimer goes in with like having like a spouse or a significant other. Like they don't count. Like me having Zach does not mean that I am social because he is just one person and I see him all the time and like he is just like he can't be like my only relationship or my only community. Like that is way too much of a burden to bear. Way too much much expectation to put on him and quite frankly I don't think he wants to go to Target and look at bathing suits with me it's just like not in his nature and like I like him I great like I know that he likes to work on cars but I don't like want to go sit under, sit under his car for like four hours and get covered in grease and dirt and work on it like he needs friends for that and so the only way you're gonna do that is like by getting out putting yourself out there and that is like with what I said in like number one like 
you know, if you've been invited to something, if you've read about something, if you've heard about something, like just go, just do it, be social. You know, if you work from home, like go work at a coffee shop, you know, if you um, go to church, like, you know, join, like try like a small group that the church is having, like, you don't have to go back, like you're just putting yourself out there, like, you need to get out and like you can do this single. So when I uh, was a senior in college, I did an undergraduate internship in Charleston, South Carolina. And so I moved to Charleston for five months. I knew not a soul. I like just moved there, got an apartment, was working there. And I was like, I'm going to be a tourist. I'm going to put myself out there every single day after I finish like my internship stuff and like every weekend. And I'm just like going to get out and I'm going to like, you know, ride my bike around the town. I'm going to walk through all the shops. I'm going to like try like these different churches and like try and establish myself at a church there for the five months I was there and like all of these different things and I really really like tried to get out and to put myself out there now the issue was was I was having trouble making friends um because I was not putting myself out there like in a way that like was inviting friendships I was kind of saying like okay well I'm gonna go to this thing but like hopefully like you know, something will come out of it. And if it doesn't come out of it, like after that one time, I'm just not going to go back. So I'm not saying keep going back to something if you like genuinely don't agree with it or you don't enjoy it. But at the same time, like moving and like establishing relationships takes like a lot of effort. And so don't go to like one thing and like put yourself out there at one thing. And then just think like, you know, it's all going to come back to you. And you're all of a sudden you're gonna have like all these phone numbers and like friendships and like all of these things. Like, that's not going to, like, work that way. And so, like, just make sure that, you know, you are, like, getting out, you know, so that you don't become, like, lonely and homesick um, like I did in Charleston. So that, that's eventually what happened is, like, I was not creating these relationships I was hoping to create. So I stopped going out altogether. I became, like, super lonely and homesick for, like, a really long time while I was living in Charleston and then I actually met Zach and then it all kind of like perked back up again because then I was like dating and having fun and like had a boyfriend and like I had somebody to do things with but I became like super lonely and all I wanted to do was like finish my internship and go back home even though I was living in Charleston by myself having a blast an amazing internship and yet because I didn't have like those relationships and I wasn't like getting out I was becoming lonely and homesick and just watching Netflix for like six hours a day super sad and like don't be sad me don't be sad Nicole in Charleston like get out there um you know like don't stay at home all day you know just do something like for an hour two hours a day 30 minutes a day just go do something okay but that also parlays into a little bit of what I was talking about for number five which is to invite 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 so you want to invite people everywhere and then you want to invite yourself everywhere. So what I mean by that is when Zach and I first moved to Rochester, Minnesota, we were like, you know what, we're going to be here for like probably a year. That was like our assumption, like at least, you know, no more than a year actually is what we were assuming, but ended up being like a year and 
like 11 months, 10 months. Um, but we were like, okay, we are going to like make friends. We're going to establish ourselves here. We're going to treat it like, you know, this is it. Like we're going to be living here forever. Like let's go hard and like make those friendships. And so after we found um, a wonderful home church, what we did is we had a couple from the church over one weekday night every single week for six weeks. So every single like Tuesday or Thursday or whatever worked well for that couple, they would come over, we would make them dinner, and we would all hang out and like get to know each other and like get each other, you know, like we would have each other's numbers by that point and like then, you know, they would go home and then like throughout the week I'd be like, hey, like what are you doing this week? Or like, do you want to get coffee? Or like, do you want to do something? And Zach would be like, hey man, like, do you want to like work out together? Or like, whatever. And so we'd have that couple. And like the following week, we'd invite a different couple that we met through church. And we'd have them over for dinner. Same thing. We'd get to know them, have dinner, like have fun, get each other's like numbers to like coordinate something or whatever and then you know they would leave for the night and then the third week and then the fourth week and the fifth week and sixth week so we did it with multiple couples we hosted and invited people all the time because this is where it gets really interesting that I think a lot of times we fall into like this trap when we like move to a new place is we think that by telling people that we're new that that like kind of like sets off like this like little like radar and they're like oh my gosh this person is new we must associate with them or whatever and that's just like not the case and it's not malicious it's not like like intended to be mean or like for people to be left out but like when you move to a new place and you meet people who live there they like already have so many relationships established. They already have a ton of friends. They already have things going. And so when they like meet somebody new, it's not always like their first inclination to be like, oh, well, this person's new. They probably don't know anybody. Like we should invite them everywhere. And they might do that. They might, you know, like meet you and they're like, oh my gosh, you're new. Well, like let's get together. Like you want to get coffee sometime? And you're like, yeah, like that'd be great. But most of the time they're like, oh, well, welcome. I hope you like it here. It's kind of like that fallback answer. And it's not like intended to be like mean or like malicious or like any sort of way. It's just like they have so much going on in their mind like there's not like really like this radar going off being like hey this person is new they probably don't know anyone maybe I should put myself out there as a person who's lived here longer to like get to know this person to like assimilate them and I think that's like a mentality that oftentimes like somebody who's new like for me and Zach like when we were moving to Rochester, then Asheville, and then Greenville, it could be easy for us to be like, well, if people knew we were new, they would invite us places. And that's just not the case. It's just not human nature. Like if you already have your friend group or you already have things established to just like invite strangers everywhere. And there are people who are like absolutely gifted with that. They are so intentional and they're so like aware of like what's happening with like people around them that like I've had friends who like assume as soon as somebody's new, they're like at their house the next day or like invited to like the next potluck or like whatever. Like they're just so intentional and it's like such a gift. It's so amazing. 
But the most part, for the most people, like, they just don't think about it like that. And so instead of, like, seeing that with bitterness or, like, going to a place and then being, like, leaving and being, like, why did nobody want my number or, like, why did nobody ask me to hang out later or why did nobody ask me what I was doing for Easter or whatever, like, don't look at it from, like, the sense that, like, they are, like, not meaning, like, well for you. It's just, like, they're probably just not thinking about it and so as a person who is new this is your opportunity to like invite yourself places or like invite those people into your life and so a really great example would be is like we just moved here to Greenville and my husband Zach has joined a CrossFit box and if you're familiar with uh, CrossFit there's a lot of community and camaraderie and all of these different things and he's um, established some really great friends there so far and uh, with Labor Day that was coming up, he asked, he was like, hey, like, you know, like, what are you guys doing, you know, for Labor Day? And they're like, oh, like, we're having a cookout. And he was like, okay. He's like, can, like, Nicole and I come to your cookout? And they were like, oh, well, yeah, of course. Like, absolutely. We'd love to have you guys. And Zach was like, great, you know. And it might seem super awkward because he kind of, like, I mean, he not kind of, he like did basically invite us to somebody else's cookout. But the thing is, is like that person, one, they didn't think anything of it. He was already friends with Zach. And so he, it wasn't like Zach was just like going up to like some random guy that he had no connection with. But also like his friend like just wasn't on his radar. Like he just wasn't thinking, like he might've thought like we already had plans Maybe he invited the same people he always invites to his potlucks and cookouts so he didn't like think to like invite new people. It just like wasn't on his radar. So all that to say, don't be shy or uh, too shy or feel too awkward to invite yourself places. But also like if you're having trouble making those friendships, invite those people into your home, into your space. Because like they maybe like are having trouble too like finding relationships and getting established and like they're they're looking for you know that friendship too and they just have to have don't know how to go about it and like maybe you're like the first person that they've been invited to for dinner like which could be crazy and like maybe they're looking for that as well and the other thing is too is like you know you invite them over you know maybe you find out like you don't really have like a whole lot in common or like whatever but like they might know somebody that you would get along with like really really well and so you like don't think about it from the mentality of like what can I like get out of this like I want them to be my friend or like whatever like just think about it like as making connections so like a funny example of what this would be was when we were in Rochester um I had a friend and her and I were like talking one day and another girl like kind of like walks up to her and they like you know she kind of like joins into our conversation and my one friend was like hey like have you guys met and I was like oh no like we introduce ourselves to each other and she's like you know what like now that I think about it you guys would get along so great and I was like oh like that's awesome and so me and this girl ended up exchanging numbers and it was really really funny um because then I go home and I'm like telling my husband all about like this new girl that I met and all these things and he was like wait are you talking about the person I think you're talking about and I'm like yeah and he was like I'm friends like with her husband and I'm like wait so you're friends with the husband and yet 
I've never met the wife and like we've never like made this connection and it was so funny because my husband was good friends with the um the other husband and we didn't even know like about the other wife and like we ended up becoming really really good friends but it was really cool because I met her through another girl that I knew and we ended up becoming really good friends so all that to say you know invite yourself places invite other people over it definitely won't be wasted and very very lastly number six is to get those digits so are you connecting with your hairstylist get her number does the girl at the gym also like to hike get her number it mightn't feel awkward at first because you know you're going up to people like being like well like that's been nice knowing you like can I get your number but every time you don't get somebody's number you're losing an opportunity to make a friend so think about this way getting somebody's digits means that you're connecting which means that you're now friends and so this is actually how I met my best friend um, in college. So I was working out at the gym. She was working out at the gym. She was like, I was like doing like the stationary bike or something like, and she was over there like lifting weights. And then she had like this cool like Nike outfit and outfit on. And I'm wearing like some sort of baggy t-shirt and like some leggings I got from like Walmart, which nothing's really changed um, in that regard. And I was like, oh my gosh, that girl's so cool. Like she's like lifting weights and like all these things. And I saw her for like a couple weeks and I was like, wow, she's like super cool. So then one day I was walking to the dining hall and I saw her sitting at a table by herself. And I could have like just like walked right past her, like blinders on, like not looked. But what did I do? I pivot, I turn, I walk over to her table and I'm like, hey, I'm Nicole, I've seen you working out at the gym. Like, can we sit together? And she was like, oh, like, sure. And we did, we ended up having lunch together and like literally y'all like we're, we, we're best friends. We've been best friends for eight years. So she was my maid of honor. So, you know, you never know like what could create like a connection. And honestly, like I made sure to get her number. Like that's basically, and then I started texting her and we call each other and we would like hang out. And like, that's kind of where it went. Like I could very easily have just been like, oh, it was nice to meet you and like walked away. And I could have probably never seen her again. Cause like we're on a college campus. Um, and I would like lost a great opportunity to like make a friend. Um, another funny example is that my husband and I like even play matchmaker with each other. And so like if we're not around each other for some reason, like we run into like, I don't know, like another couple or um, I run into like another guy that I like start talking to like um, through work or something like that. And I like start talking to him and I'm like, you know what? I was like, you would get along really great with my husband Zach or like my husband Zach also likes to do like CrossFit or my husband Zach also likes to work on cars I'll be like can I get his number for you or get your number for him and usually the guy's like okay like sure or whatever but basically then I'll come home and be like Zach I met like this guy I think you guys be really good friends here's his number I told him you'd be texting him want you text him and like see if you guys can like hang out and it gets so weird I know like I don't think anybody else does this but we totally do we play matchmaker for each other so like the same thing when Zach had me go to that like Halloween party or Halloween movie night like with people I didn't know he was like there's gonna be some girls there I think you're gonna really really like them like 
here's what you're like where you're gonna go here's the snack you're gonna bring like have fun and like he basically played matchmaker for me with those girls but it worked out great so you know whatever it worked out um but yeah so if you do have a significant other I don't know maybe play matchmaker with each other or if you like know you're like moving to a new city and like maybe you had a friend who used to like live there be like hey like do you know anybody I could connect with since like I'm brand new to the city like do you know of anybody and they could be like oh yeah my old co-worker would love to take you to coffee and maybe show you around the city or anything like that like just kind of like think of different ways that you can like really connect and like put yourself out there. So whether that's people who used to live there, whether that's like just going to like a festival downtown, whether that's through your church, through your work, um, through like a local, a local run club, whatever activity you like to do, like put yourself out there. Um, and like I said, if you're introverted or anything like that, like take this for what you will. Uh, but these are just kind of like the tips that really, really worked for me and um, have really helped me like establish relationships a lot faster because I'm like putting in that extra work and that extra effort. And I mean like moving, I mean it can cause a lot of anxiety and it can cause a lot of fear whether that's like you're worried that you're not going to make um, friends or you're going to be lonely or your friends are not going to be the same as your old friends and like all these different things that I think can go through your through your head and like I know I've definitely gone through like my head but just like to be like reassured that like if God has called you to this new city and like this new location, there's a purpose and there's a reason and it's going to be all like made clear like in his time. But just like to trust that like there is community and there are relationships there to be made and to just like be that first step to like move forward in faith and like that trust that God is going to reveal to you those relationships and um, that connection that you crave and that he's just going to like orchestrate it so beautifully and there's so many relationships and friendships I have made that I never I feel like could have really like come out of like my own efforts if it wasn't for the fact that like I was just like trusting that God would like reveal them to me and like some relationships have like served me really well and y'all like there's gonna be some relationships that you have or people that you meet that you just aren't gonna connect with and that's okay like you don't have to be best friends with like every new person you meet in a city but like don't be so afraid to like put yourself out there that you make like no friends like I don't want you to feel like lonely and homesick uh, because there are so many wonderful people who are out there also craving connection and maybe like you're gonna be like that catalyst for it like you're gonna be that person that they've been also praying for that like has like finally come and like revealed themselves so just be encouraged know that moving to a new city making new friends is absolutely possible definitely give it time this is not like my like overnight like six step system or anything like that I mean, takes like six months to a year, up to two years to make relationships, establish friendships. But these are kind of like the six actionable strategies that I put into place every single time we move to a new place. I've definitely already put these into place here in Greenville. And they've just really worked out well for me. They've really worked out well for Zach. And so I just really, really hope that they work out well for you if you're moving or they encourage somebody else who that you know is moving. So if you know somebody who's moving, send them this podcast episode. Be like, hey, here's some quick ways to make friends. It's totally possible. Or if like you even like know somebody who's like in college, like they've just moved away and like they're a college student and they're like, I'm having trouble making friends. Like I don't want to make friends. 
I totally did these exact same steps when I was a, a college freshman. So it's totally applicable like across all stages and seasons of life. So just like send this on, encourage somebody so that they can start creating those relationships and that community that they so much crave. Well, that sums up episode number seven, which is all about how to move to a new city where you know no one. And if you've enjoyed this episode or other podcast episodes, make sure to leave me a review. By reviewing the podcast, that lets me know that you're enjoying the content and it also helps others find my podcast in the directory. Also, don't forget that you can submit podcast questions and topic ideas to studio4610.com forward slash podcast questions. If there's a specific topic idea or question that you want answered on the podcast, let me know. So that's at studio4610.com forward slash podcast questions. Well, y'all, I hope you feel empowered and encouraged. And until next time, talk to you soon.